you are listening to the Manfulness Podcast. I'm your host, Hamish Kramer. My mission here is to help create a more mindful man, a man that can express himself, can explore a deeper level of himself, become more balanced, become more conscious, and just create a better version of masculinity. I want to help the everyday man explore ideas of personal growth, spirituality, relationships, purpose, and love in a way which is simple, safe, and understandable. So I thank you for listening. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. So, um, you know, I work with many men and, and, and women as well. It's not just men, but, you know, obviously I have an affinity with men because I am one. And, um, you know, many of them will ask me, how did you get to where you are now? You know, how did you become the person that you've become, you know? And and look, there's, there's many reasons, right? There's many reasons why I've become this way. You know, some of it's been luck and chance. A majority of it has, has been... I've just been allowed to uh, be exposed to some of the greatest mentors in my life. Some of those mentors were um, direct, as in I sought them out, and other mentors came to me indirectly. You know, they were people that I worked for. They were friends. They were relatives. Uh, you know, just people that came in, into my life and just gave me these these insights, these bits of gold, or, or helped me develop different areas of myself. Um. But I, but I have to admit, one of the one of the biggest things I think that I I had as a characteristic of of me, and it's funny because I had a really beautiful conversation. It was my birthday uh, last week, and uh, you know, catching up with friends and they're sending me their birthday wishes, and you know, we were discussing this very topic. You know, like what has set you apart from everyone else, or what has made you different, or what do you think's been the thing that's really allowed you to become the person that you are today. And it was actually one of my previous mentors. So it was great chatting to her. But I think when I reflected on it, the biggest thing that really has helped me as a man has been the ability to reinvent myself. And working with men over the past couple of years now, I've really seen that a lot of my clients that, I, uh, that I'm working with haven't really changed <laughs> Since they were teenagers or or, or boys or, or or you know or young adults, they're, they're the same person for the last 10, 20, 30 years. They haven't really changed. And I think the reinventing of myself, the transformation of myself, when I really th- reflect on it, came came down to my love for superheroes. You know, because. I think that's what I was attracted to about them was this transformation. You know, they're, they're the Clark Kent and then they become the Superman or they're the Peter Parker and they become the Spider-Man or the Bruce Wayne and they become the Batman. And in a sense, that transformation is a reinvention. It's a 2.0 of themselves or a, um, a recalibration of themselves. And as I looked past or look through my life, there's been many times where I've reinvented myself. And, if, you know, I was talking to my wife about this and looking at old photos of me, you know, in my 20s and me with my teens, me with different girlfriends, with different friends. And it's funny because looking back, I don't even recognize the people that are in that photo. I don't know who that is. I never remember being that person. You know what I mean? And... I've noticed with so many guys, they're so adverse 
to changing themselves. And I can understand why, because it's terrifying, right? Reinventing and changing yourself is terrifying because it means letting go of everything that you know. It means letting go of all the beliefs. It means letting go of everything you've come to understand. And so much of our identity as men is held up in what we know because that gives us control. But when we surrender that control and we sit and reflect on ourselves and realize maybe what we know isn't true, maybe what we know of ourselves is not all there is, and we have to kind of let go of all of that, it's a scary process. And I keep thinking about times where this reinvention happened and it happened so many different times in my life. But, you know, I remember being working in corporate and I've talked about this on other podcasts, but, you know, I worked in corporate for many years and I followed that path because that's what I thought I needed to do. You know, I thought that I, I went to university, I got into corporate and I started climbing the corporate ladder. And, you know, I did that for many, many years thinking that would get me to where I, I wanted to get to. And where did I want to get to? I wanted to be financially free. I wanted to be successful. I wanted to drive a nice car. I wanted to have a business. You know, that's 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 really why. I, I went in there because I wanted to get as much money as I wanted to get. And it, and it wasn't happening for me. Years, in, years into it, I just felt like I was getting stuck. And that frustration started to manifest itself into drinking a lot of alcohol. It, it started manifesting itself into taking drugs. It started to manifest itself into getting into really bad relationships. So this unhappiness of not being who I was or wanted to become or this frustration of not getting there ended up manifesting itself into really bad behavior. And then I hit a point, right? I really hit a point where I, this corporate wasn't working. The drugs were getting bad. I was living this crazy life. My brother was, you know, he was working for Kentucky at the time. And, you know, he, he had some, he, he had kind of transcended, so to speak, because he was working in corporate like me. And now he was living in Greece, working for Kentucky, doing that kind of dream job. And I'm looking at him going, fuck, you know, what's, you know, what's wrong with me? I, I look like the grumpy old man and I'm only 23 or something. You know what I mean? And here he is living this amazing life in Greece. Um partying, having fun, but really on purpose. And you could see it in his eyes that he was becoming who he wanted to be. And I'm, I was just frustrated with that. And then so what happened from there was I, I got pushed to such an extreme. I was so unhappy. I'd broken up with my girlfriend, long-term girlfriend now, for, you know, seven years we dated. Um, and I was going off the rails, you know, partying, going crazy. And I was kind of reaching this tipping point. And even now, the drugs weren't doing anything for me. The drinking wasn't doing anything for me. Going out wasn't doing So I was really feeling empty. And I remember having this massive blowout with my boss at the time, telling him to go fuck himself. He told me to go fuck myself, you know, and the whole thing kind of exploded, this anger. And then came back the next day and he's like, look, obviously we said things that weren't right for each other. You know, let's work this out. And I kind of knew it after I had that explosion that this was it. And I said, look, I'm, I'm done. I, I, I don't want, I can't come back. I can't come back. And that was a big thing for me because I was really now stepping into the unknown. I didn't know who I was. And I, you know, consequently he, you know, well, kicked me out. You know, I had a company car and I had all of these things and he stripped me of all of that. He stripped me of my phone and my, my car and obviously my income and I was back home with my parents, and here I am, twenty, you know, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven, um, unemployed, and no direction in life. And 
what what do you do in those situations? Well, you do what any 20-something-year-old does. You buy a ticket to Greece and you go meet your brother, and that's what I did. And I just went and partied harder over there, you know, or at least for the first week. But what happened was uh, during that time out of, you know, got out of Melbourne, out of Australia, went to Greece, had some time away, I really started to be confronted with the person who I had become. And, you know, I was talking about mentors before and during that period of, you know, um, lashing out and being angry at my, my boss and then quitting and then flying to Greece, a friend of mine had approached me, a very good friend of mine and her name's Catherine Hickman and if she listens to this podcast, Catherine, I love you. Um, she was my brother's dancing partner. We were into ballroom dancing as young kids and she was a very good family friend and she came up to me um, in the months leading up to this and sat down with me, took me out for dinner and said, hey, I'm concerned about you. And this is during the time when I was crazy and said, you're not the per-, her words were, you're not the person I thought you would become. And, you know, that cut me really deep because I was a high achiever. I was popular at school. I was house captain. I was all those things, you know. And here I was kind of at a quarter-life crisis, really. And here this friend, family friend is telling me, you're not the person that I thought you would have become, you know. And that that really shook me up. And she kind of said to me, listen, I want you to start taking steps towards becoming that person again, that fun, outgoing, excited person. And she really said, you know, I'm going to call you every week until you do. And I, I, I'm forever in, indebted to her because if she didn't do those think those steps, I, I don't know who I would have become. Um, and, you know, like I said, I talk about mentors indirectly. She wasn't a direct mentor, but in, in the end became one for me because after um, she gave me that kind of bitch slap um, and, and, and started to keep me accountable, I, you know, I, I came to that realization. I, I need to change. And, I, I realized that I wasn't who I wanted to be and that I needed to reinvent myself. I needed to change myself. And in order to do that, I had to let go of everything that I had become. And so the natural step was, you know, I wanted to quit. And so going into work the, the following weeks, I was like, fuck this, I'm out. And so I quit. And I knew that this would have dire effects. I knew that, you know, quitting your job isn't the smartest thing to do. But I was, I was... I was at such a boiling point. I was at such at the bottom that I had no other choice. Something had to change. And and then obviously I did that and then went to Greece. And funny enough, she came with me to go to Greece and we had a great time. But it was really during those weeks in Greece and during those moments of 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 uh, getting out of who I was that I had to I had that moment of reflection and I didn't like the person that I'd become. I didn't I saw the beliefs that I had that weren't supporting me. I, I, I saw the thoughts that I had that weren't supporting me. And that Hamish had to die. You know, that Hamish had to die. And and I think taking the drugs and taking the alcohol was in some way me trying to kill off this Hamish in some respect, kill off this identity that I was. And once I got out of Melbourne and went to Greece, I, I kind of was away from all of that. And really saw, wow, this version of me needs to be put to rest and I need to create a new one. And being in Greece at the time, lucky for me, was a great space for me to reinvent myself. And while I was over there, I had, you know, I, I, I had some time off. I had some time to reflect. I had some alone time, time to journal and time to really find out who that new person was. And luckily for me... I had the, you know, the question came to me, what am I going to do now with the rest of my life? And it came to me that I wanted to be a personal trainer. 
And I found out that's what I loved. And it didn't make sense at the time. It wasn't something that was going to be that I thought would make me successful. I didn't think it was going to be something that was going to bring me any level of success or fortune or fame uh, in my life. I, I got rid of all of that. I let go of all those expectations on who I wanted to become. And the hardest phone call was actually calling my parents and saying, listen, I've got no money because I had no money. I had no car. I had no, you know nothing. And I had to borrow money off them in order to do this personal training course. And you know, I, I love my mum and dad so much. They're the most amazing people in the world. I could hear their disappointment because they had such big hopes for me. And in, and in their eyes, being a personal trainer wasn't that great. But they gave me the money and they just, look, as long as you're happy, here it is. But I knew that they were disappointed. And I think I took that money knowing their disappointment and it gave me this charge to be like, I'm going to show you that this is going to be the best thing for me. And so I enrolled in that course. And as soon as I got back from Greece, literally as I got off the plane from Greece, from that massive flight, I jumped straight into my course. And, you know, the kind of the rest is history. You know, I, 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 I became a personal trainer within eight weeks, signed up at Fitness First, and literally transform my life six years or four years later, opening up Alter Ego and becoming at the fitness meditation studio that which we have today, which has been running for now another seven, eight years um, and has literally created the life of my dreams. So that all worked out really well. But I had to change. I had to change who I was. I had to reinvent who this Hamish was going to be because when I came back, there was no drugs. There was no alcohol. I, I got committed to personal development. I got committed to working on my thoughts. I got committed. I got a coach. I got a mentor once I got back. And I reinvented myself. I, I changed my hair. I changed my clothes. I, I changed everything about me because I didn't want any any remnants of who I was before. And yes, it was scary. It was scary. It was uncomfortable. It was painful at times. It felt like I was up one day and down the next day. And it felt like that was going on for for years until I finally was able to work through and create this new person of, that, I, that I'd become. And then as I did that, I, you know, the success came. The success came through that. And then, you know, got into another relationship and, you know, was in that relationship for a couple more years. And then again, that relationship broke up and there was still, even though now I had reached a certain level of success and certain level of happiness, another now bout of um, a reinvention had to happen again because I'd saw some old habits I'd fallen back into and I'd, I'd, I'd reached a, uh, a ceiling of, of the person I had become. And then once that breakup came about, it then inspired me to go, I need to change again. I, I want to reinvent myself again. And I, and I did, you know, I... I, I took different steps. I, 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 my motivation came back again and I had to change my hair, change my clothes, change everything about me inside. I, I started to practice meditation. I started to go back to all my spiritual work, um, all of that kind of thing. And I had to, had to recalibrate and reinvent Hamish again. Uh, and lucky for me, that turned into me meeting my beautiful wife, Erica, starting Alter Ego as a gym on its own. Um, and then, you know, that's led into me creating now manfulness and, um, um, having my two beautiful children and living an exceptional life, you know, a, a life that I couldn't even imagined when I when I was, you know, back back in those previous versions of myself, and so I, I guess I'm telling you this is be especially to guys out there because honestly I I really see many guys resisting this process, resisting transforming themselves, reinventing themselves, and I've got to be honest, I really feel women are amazing at doing this. Women are great at transforming themselves recalibrating or transforming themselves into someone else you know they're, they're great at it 
And I think guys really suck. I think we're really scared of it. I think we're really adverse to it. I think we expect ourselves to be the same person we were when we were, we were young teens or, you know, I guess we, we carry that same friendship group as well and we're, we're expected to be that same man. And I'm, and I'm here to tell you that if you're the same person that you were as a child or the same person as you were as a teen or a young adult and you're in your 40s or 50s, like, man, you need to fucking change. And I'm not trying to say don't have those aspects or those good characteristics that you had as a child or as a young teen, but we we all evolve and grow and change and reinventing ourselves is part of that process. And I think that's where a lot of men are stuck. They're just not open to the fact of changing and reinventing themselves. And I want to really put it out there to you guys. I want you to really look at your life and if you're stuck, if you're you know at a crossroads right now, Instead of looking at it as some, you know, life giving you a hard time, maybe look at it as a fact of maybe, you know, life is calling me to evolve and to change. And, you know, everyone uses the famous saying of the, of the, you know, caterpillar that turns into the butterfly. You know, it has to go through that metamorphosis, that transformation that, you know, it has to go into the chrysalis where it literally liquefies its body and then recalibrates it. You know, a, a, a caterpillar doesn't just go from a caterpillar to a butterfly, it literally has to digest its entire body and then reorganize its matrix in order to become that butterfly, something that is so different to what it is. And my my call out to you men out there is to, to go along with that process. Don't resist it. Yeah, Don't resist that process. All of us human beings, men and women, we're designed to evolve. We're designed to become new. And resisting that process only creates suffering in our lives. Only creates anger and tension in our lives. So be open. Be open and willing. And definitely, if you can find a mentor or find a guide that can help you through that transformation process. You know, I see so many young men go, like, when, when does, it, when does a, a man go from a boy to a man? You know, there is a transformation in that process. There is a recalibration. There's a, a reinventing themselves as they go from being the boy to being the man. I mean, that's a massive milestone. And when is that for us? How do we know that we're no longer the boy and now we're the man? There's nothing for us to to tell us exactly when that happens. There's no one to guide us through that process. And so this is a natural process. This is a natural thing to, that needs to happen. Otherwise, we're walking around as a bunch of men that are actually boys, you know, we're forty-year-old children that are walking around ch- chucking tantrums and and getting angry and not evolving as men and as human beings. So this process is vital. This process is needed. This process is part of nature. All of nature evolves and change and recalibrates itself. And us as men need to do the same. So to my men out there, please find, look at your life. Take a moment and look at where do I need to grow. Maybe I need to reinvent myself. What do I want to let go of? What no longer serves me? And what is the vision? Who is this person that I want to become? Is there someone that I can look to for mentorship or someone that I could model? Who's someone that you could look to, that you look up to, that you could model? Have a conversation with them or read their life story. Look at how they transformed and became the person that they became. Trust me, it, will, it can be difficult going through this process. It's a breakdown of your entire identity. It means you need to be vulnerable. It's everything we're taught not to be. 
you know, it's every it's going in the opposite direction. And I think that's why females do it so well because they're so open to the process. But definitely it's time for men to stand up, to transform themselves and reinvent who they want to be. And if you have to do that several times over your lifetime, good, do that. It'll be the best thing that you ever did. Much love to you all. I hope that helps. Please let me know your thoughts. Uh, I, you know, If this podcast helped you, please share it with another man. I think we can get all men together to reinvent themselves for a better man. I think this will be a better world. So much love to you all. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I would love to hear from you. So please tag me on Instagram at manfulnessmen. Hit me up, DM me. I would also love a review on wherever you've listened to. And please, please subscribe so that you can get more of my updates, more of my podcasts coming through. And if you feel, please share it with another man who you think could benefit from today's episode.